Working now. It's time for two birds and one stoner with me, Mr. Trey. That feel-good show to get you going. We're not in a position where we should agree. This isn't an easy subject, and that's okay around here. You see, I got all my game from the streets of California. Young I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed, we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Yeah, I'm on this You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Successful. So there's a little of a possibility and totality and much, much more on this beautiful day. So what is the subject we're going to be discussing today with our dear friend from Newbie and the Doobie? When uh, they get here, we're going to be discussing, well, a very common issue, a very tragic issue that happens to people in the cannabis world. Uh-oh. That's right. Uh-oh's right. Uh-oh's right. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't feel very good to get blacklisted. Here, crickets out there. Okay, that was crows, but whatever. You know, just go with it, okay? We're running a show here. There's a theme. Sort of. So... At the end of the day, guys, the problem that we have is that our subject today is the problem. Blacklisting in everything from family or church, work, and more, industries, and otherwise. All because you use a little toky-toky. All because you like a little smoky smoky. Maybe a little hokey pokey. I don't know. I just, just want to go with that last one. I'm not going to lie to you guys. It didn't need to be done, but I did it. Okay? Sorry. Just cut the music. I ruined it. So, joining us here in a little bit, it'll be the original, the one and only, the clean comedian himself. That's right. Timmy Boyle coming in. Because, one, he's from Newbie and the Doobie, and you can catch him here, right here. That's right, on Wake and Bake America Radio. That's right, stop in at Wake and Bake America Radio. You can catch all our great shows, like Newbie and the Doobie. You can catch other great shows, like, um, you know, X, Y, and Z, and your mom and dad and me, right? And um, it's cool. You know, it's super-duper cool, eh? Right? So, Timmy just sent me a message. He'll be here in a minute, so don't worry about him. We're just going to get stoned and talk about 
what it's like to get blacklisted because that's what it really comes down to. And I'm not talking about getting 86 from the club and you're blacklisted because you started fights and you're a ratchet, you know, you're a ratchet fool, right? I'm not talking about that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about getting blacklisted. If the cannabis, because you're into cannabis, for instance, I made a conscientious choice to switch up my medication because pain meds, I believe, are really only relevantly good for the short term for serious injury. And only serious injury. I think sometimes you just got to learn that pain is real. Sometimes you got to suck it up, buttercups, right? Like that's how it works. That's what that's what sometimes you you ultimately have to do, right? And sometimes you don't have a choice in the matter. Let me see here. One second. Okay. And yeah, so we have to keep the, you know, the integrity of the shows and we have to keep the integrity of our, our, our people because we get blacklisted simply for being into cannabis. And, and, and let me tell you, that's not fun. That's not a life we want to be part of, right? All right, so give me a second here. We're about to get our peoples in here. Our technical difficulties may be absolved here in a second. Um, oh, I hear people, so that's a good thing. Hello? Hello? Hola, amigo. I'm not sure why you guys sound so tiny and far away. Oh, okay. Well, if you hear an echo, I'm okay with that because I don't hear that echo. Just because I know that it's at least it's recording. Awesome. I love it. Hey, lady. How are you? Awesome. So as I was bringing up with the, with the, with the sort of the lead in here for a minute and basically just trying not to fall flat on my face until you guys got here, not going to lie. Um, is that we're seeing people from everything from work, family, church, uh, business, um, endeavors, all kinds of stuff being kind of held out of certain opportunities or possibilities. And it's simply being blacklisted because you're in the cannabis industry, right? Or maybe you're a cannabis, um, you know, uh, 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 uh advocate or, or, or otherwise, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and I, I've seen it too. Um, 
I won't name the nightclub, but it sure did seem like the minute I smoked cannabis, um, and, and it's weird because I didn't do anything wrong. I just went out on my prescribed break, right? And during my prescribed break, as we, we like to literally call it, right? Um, I smoked a little blunt. Shouldn't be nothing wrong with that, right? It's cool, whatever. Come back in, do my job. Never do anything wrong, never do anything bad. And nonetheless, here we go. I've never worked at that place again. And I am absolutely at this time in the in the one of the top ones in this in a town. Um, fully eclectic on top of that, which means I can DJ anything you need me to come at. Well, I don't care what your club does, I'll come DJ it. That's what he that, that's what fully eclectic means. And um, and uh, and I believe at that time I was still was I was at that time? Yeah, that was at the time that I was still the number uno country DJ in town, right? And you don't got a comeback for me? That's extremely sus, right? You guys are really low. I'll tell you what. Go out and reboot the app and come back in, okay? Okay. And I'm going to... Far away? Just, yeah, like kind of far away, I would say. That's how you know he's Canadian. He said, oot. oot. And sorry. Yep, yep. I caught that too. Hey, Chris, talk to me for a second. Sucker fish. Oh, my God. You are absolutely loud. Yeah, I think they got to go out and come back in. Right. That's, otherwise, it could be the device they're on. To be fair, I mean, I've seen it all, but wow, you are absolutely loud. My bad. Yo. By the way, Chris, I got to teach you to have your wife listen to the show in another room and you use headphones. That will stop your echo. There's no way to get around it. You can't just use your phone like normal. You have to have headphones on. That is the only thing that's going to stop the echo. Okay. Just wanted to tell you that. Like, I, I, I did some research. I, I call it tree search. <laughs> you know, because that's how I did it. <laughs> so anyway... Um, while we wait for, uh, Tim Boyle and Mary Jane Baker to get back into the show with us, um, I do, I, like I said, I did want to talk about getting blacklisted as a cannabis user, um, at that nightclub, Chris, you've been in the cannabis industry for a long time. You've been blacklisted. I know it. Give me some, give me some feedback here, buddy. Did he really run to go get headphones right now? I bet he yes, did. Yes, I did. Ah, look, I can hear him. I can hear him like on his head. That's funny. <laughs> and you see now how there's no echo? Right. Yep. They said that's the only way. If you're if you're listening through your phone, you gotta have headphones on uh if you're gonna be a guest. That's all they said. They said you can listen through your phone, but not you can't be a guest through your phone without headphones. Same thing happens to Scotty when he tries to call into the show with his headset on. Or, I mean um not his headset, I'm from from his car, I mean. Oh yeah, right. Oh, he means well. He's trying to pick up his kids and still be a, a, a working partner of the show. And unfortunately, something will go sideways. <laughs> well, it probably echoes because it's going through the stereo system. Facts. Could be that, too. 
And sometimes you'll still get a little feedback. It happens. But it's definitely well, not as bad. Um, in the meantime, while we wait on Mary Jane and Timmy to get back in here from Canada, eh? Hey. Hey. Um, I will say this. Chris, have you ever been blacklisted? Like, do you feel like like maybe this group or that group or this industry or that industry didn't want anything to do with you because you were in cannabis? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've had several jobs where I've had to stop for a while, you know, to pass that initial drug test. <laughs> do they watch you pee in your state? Like, is that legal if you're not like a criminal? No, they can't watch you. They can't? Nope. Awkward. Un unless you're unless you're convicted. <laughs> if you're going there for random drug drug tests, yeah, they can watch. What? Nah, here they can't watch you. Like if you're not a criminal, not allowed to do that. Yeah, if you're not, if you're just going in for like a job drug test. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They can't watch you. Okay, because I was about to. Like, I feel violated by the state of Michigan, and I've never held a job there. No, no, no. If you're convicted and going for a court drug test, they can oh, definitely yeah, watch you. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, that's definitely here. I mean, I swear to else there at your... You know what? I still get a weird echo sometimes. Huh. Who knew? Could be coming through my headphones. I'll just turn that down a little. Well, I wonder if it's because I got both my earbuds in. No, nah, I don't think so. But it's not bad, so who cares? Let's just roll with it, baby, baby. It's less than what it was before. <laughs> right. Also, I had to turn down the microphone on the computer, too, because I think it was a little loud. I'm going to send you an article, too. They're uh, talking about that uh, new testing facility that the government's opening. Oh. Okay. okay. You were... Unless you subscribe to Marijuana Movement. I do. Then you should you should already have the article. We're still trying to get Nubian to be back in here. Yeah, you know what? I don't know. Sometimes I think we just get an echo. You know, I thought this whole time it was just the way your phone was being used, which it likely was, but that's still weird. It does it sometimes and it sometimes doesn't. I'm not sure why or what. Huh. It may be that if we talk at the same time, ah, oh yeah, it's like here's your punishment. No, okay, just did it to me again. Now I give up. I don't know what it is. I don't care. Technology. Yeah. Um, we'll just we'll push my headphones further back so I know they're far away from my fur away from the mic, right? You guys have screens though, don't you? What? My screen. Uh oh, Nubian Lagoobie's back. They came in on the Nubia account. Ooh, fancy. Hi, guys. How are you guys? I can hear you tinkering with stuff. <laughs> Can you guys hear me okay or what? Hello? Hello. Wait, can you hear me now? Oh, yeah. You sound good now. Yeah. Oh, Chris. Oh, my goodness. 
this was what a what a disaster up here. I yeah, we even had to um, like re-download the app completely um, and then search for the podcast. The link was not uh, taking us. And then my thing kept on saying, yeah, that does that podcast isn't around. It's like, what do you mean that podcast? So anyways, we're here now. I'm telling you, I think it's the dashes. You think what? If, if you don't put wake dash in dash bake with the dashes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that that's for us. We've, we've had that problem even with the newbie and the doobie. Um, okay. If you don't put um, the and in the middle, like you, you don't necessarily you don't necessarily find us either. It's like wow, you know, we're apparently going to to Mars, and, and you uh, have to do A and D. Yeah, the technology <laughs> is the technology is certainly not there for us to go to Mars if we can't find a podcast. Yeah, seriously, I'm like, you want to send people to Mars? Then like people find my podcast with the N sign and with the N. Please. Yeah, like yeah, like if we can't. You know that it's so funny because you know we we have apparently all this we have so many problems with this technology and even like i live you know i'm a i'm an hours a couple hours away from toronto you know one of the biggest cities in north america and on the journey on the journey to toronto i i lose my wi-fi signal how is that how is that possible and yet we can communicate with satellites that are like way away from the earth and uh, I can't even get a signal, you know, a half hour away from the, one of the biggest cities in North America, but mind, mind boggling. No, that's just cheap. <laughs> it's cheap. So, uh, so what did we miss? I apologize for the delay here. Um, what, uh, what, how do you want to pick this thing back up? Well, we didn't miss much, which is a good news. I'm also going to mute the person who's not talking. Just fun fact. Um, and you can control your own mute too, by the way, fun fact. I, okay, I, did, cool. I used to think I was the only power that could be and I was God in this. <laughs> Turns out you can do what you want to. Um, let's actually kind of just for a second here, sort of just got my cool punk rock music. Hold on. And we're going to, so just to refresh guys, we are definitely talking about the blacklisting. Chris mentioned that he, um, has been blacklisted in the past and that um and, and or he said to quit smoking because of a job or this that and the other and i do find it a bit ironic and we'll get to this in a second that the job doesn't even matter like your job does not have to have anything to do with whether you're not at home or not it's plane but they make it like it is for a job that that wouldn't really matter i'll put it that way We've seen blacklisting from nightclubs. Like I got blacklisted because I smelled like a fucking blunt um, everywhere I went for like 10, 15 years, right? And so um, this raspy voice came from somewhere. <laughs> so anyway, so let's get back to our guests real quick. Um, let's give it over here to uh, Timmy and Mary Jane. And let's let's kind of go through. So I, I do believe that you two are actually going to have very different blacklisting type feelings here because I think. Timmy being an advocate who doesn't use the cannabis, his blacklisting, as he'll call it, comes from somewhere that I wouldn't have expected because he didn't actually smoke. Fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, just, just like blacklisted. Um, I'm trying to think of if I've ever been blacklisted. Like, to be honest, I've been consuming cannabis since I was like 15 years old. And I kind of made a point as I was growing up. Like all my friends knew Take that I consumed cannabis. Like any, I would go to my job interviews high because I knew that if I started work and I was high, 
and I didn't show up at the job interview high that they noticed something was different. So I figured if I showed up high and they hired me, then clearly I was good enough. For the record, I used to go to all my job interviews high with, you know, eye drops to keep my eyes from being red. And it was absolutely because if you just saw me stoned all the time, you yeah. would never know I was stoned because that's just how I always look. Right. That's my normal. That's just me. But but I'm sure that like as I'm thinking back, there's been people in like general society because I, I just I don't hang out with them whenever I, I used to reach that person that would be like, oh, weeds for, you know, your pothead or whatever. I'd be like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you. Um, up until I started working at the, the the glass store selling bongs and vapes. And I started talking to people that were using cannabis for more than just recreational. They were actually using it for cancer and glaucoma and for, you know, eating disorders. And, and this was like 2010. So um, at that point, I was like, no, I need to change how other people see cannabis. So right. I did experience it actually going with Timmy on tour. I think there's, there's, I think both of us have experienced, there's two types of blacklisting that we're experiencing. And I don't know, blacklisting, um, maybe just, you know, um, at sometimes maybe blacklisting might be a little bit strong, you know, I mean, just simple passive aggressive uh, avoidance um, might be, uh, the, you know, the most common one, but um like, so yeah, for example, really sometimes they just, for, for me in particular, as, as a non-consumer growing up in a world, um, in a, in a church world that, um, you know, didn't, didn't want to even have the conversation. I mean, we, we very rarely heard about weed, pot, whatever it was. We, we knew it, it existed. And if it did come up, it was just LinkedIn. It was, it was in the list of multiple other drugs. Right. So for me it was it was always this kind of just kind of this quiet evil as i just avoid it um as a comedian uh when i got into comedy 15 years ago full time because of my involvement in the church growing up that was where all my contacts were mm -hmm. and in the entertainment field you your growth usually um happens through word of mouth pri primarily um, as opposed like to other, a lot of fields, even hairdressing and things like that. Okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, any, you know, but podcast, whatever, word, word, of, word of mouth. Yeah. So it's not a surprise that a lot of my early shows were done in, in the church community, uh, as a clean comic, um, that kind of spread around. Um, right. and then books, let me tell you, but anyway, what's that? I said, I might have a couple actually clean Jesus jokes, honestly, out there. Nice. Well, there, yeah, there's oh, definitely, there's definitely clean Jesus jokes. There's definitely clean like, religious. Re, yeah, there's definitely re, religious jokes. And now my comedy is not religious. It was just I was performing clean comedy in an environment that needed to have um, a uh, that were invested in their community and needed it to be family friendly. It just happened to be church community. So it just happened where to, you were. Yeah. You so it just happened to be the, the church thing. So where, where, where all this conversation leads for me. And then, then I want to point out where MJ's kind of blacklisting comes in and she can talk about that. But um, when I, in 20, in 2000 or not 2000, when 2020 COVID hits, um, yes. I'm forced to, uh, my career comes to a screeching halt, yeah. live performance, you know, just kind of stopped oh, um, I know and I needed to pivot. Everybody did. And, uh, MJ and I had been together for about, um, I guess at that point about just over a year. 
a year and a half maybe. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my exposure to cannabis was had been growing. I'd been seeing her, um, uh, her daily life. I had seen the purpose behind it. I had been starting to read more about it. And I eventually decided, hey, why don't let's let's talk let's talk about this that's funny i'm thinking about that those days and like it's not like i smoked one joint a day either hey guys like yes you forgot one that was when you were watching her watch our show i'm sorry i just want to throw that out there (laughs) that's 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 true true. too that's true yeah so it, it was one of those things that like i smoke probably a joint every hour yeah so it's a lot of consumption and for you to go from not knowing anything about it to yeah, dating was, somebody that's I like, was immer- hey, I was immersed in user. it and I, I was immersed enough and heard enough stories and, and saw her own daily existence and met enough people yeah. that I that I at least went on the side of, OK, um, I'm willing to have this conversation. And since there was no creative aspect to go onto a live stage somewhere. Mm-hmm. We decided we would do a podcast called The Newbie and the Doobie, yep. and it would be a way for um, two very different worlds Black. to kind of talk about this issue. It's nice that you didn't blacklist her. <laughs> right? Uh, we so wouldn't be here today if he did. Well, and, and one reason why I didn't blacklist her was because she... You can't she, see me right now, but I am pretty cute. She is very cute, but she also <laughs> she also broke the stigma immediately with me because my stigma was connected to. Uh, and again, with these blacklisting thing, this is why I, I don't have a whole lot of hate Ignorance. for the people who are blacklisting because mm-hmm. I used to blacklist, and and I and what she broke down for me immediately was I saw somebody who was functioning as an adult, and and that was just based on misinformation and disinformation and ignorance on my part yeah. not necessarily because i was you know a bad person or had these walls up i was just taught something that was wrong and it took me a while to actually come across mm-hmm. um something that uh, that kind of changed that stigma for me yeah the perception of a stoner is not your cheech and chong i mean that's the perception but that's not what your typical stoner is especially not someone that uses it for other than just recreational use. Yeah. Yeah, when you're using it for a higher purpose, it's, uh, I I'm find de- you, you do more than just smoke too. Chances are you're into edibles or topicals or things like that too. Yeah, and I and I think- I use it for a higher purpose, folks. <laughs> well, and a purpose, yeah, and purpose was a big part of it for me. It still is to yeah. this day. I, I We talk a lot about me wanting to, to hear the purpose yeah, um, and, and Timmy has even talked about um, even if your purpose is just recreational, like even if it is just to calm yourself, to relax, to enjoy the moment, people play golf. You know, people do yoga, people do all these other things to yeah, just it's, chill. It's the need for it's the need for intent, and I'm very interested in that. But so here's where here's where the issue came in, though, was that I began doing the podcast. And just having the conversation about cannabis, and I was just I was just on the side of the advocacy to to talk about it. I immediately right. received a couple emails from um, people people Pretty who supporters people Ooh. who had booked me. Sorry, what's that? I said you started right away. They didn't even give you a minute to enjoy your five minutes of your time. No, and but here's the thing though. Um, I appreciated it because those few people that did reach out then 
the, 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 look, here's what I don't like. I don't like when people have a problem with you, and this is 95% of human beings, <laughs> yeah. and they don't actually come and talk to you about it. The very fact that a couple people reached out to me almost immediately, I respected those people, and to this day, I still respect them. We have different opinions. Yeah, because but, they show genuine concern about you as a human, human honestly, being, as a person. Okay. That's okay. Yes, you know, because I, they're no, misinformed and what want, cannabis is. So. I, I'm, I'm to this day upset about, and not, not enough to lose sleep over it, <laughs> but upset about the fact that you know there's people that clearly have a problem with my stance right now, but have never once come and had a conversation to actually find out what my stance is. Um, so those people, when they reached out to me, I still, like I said, I still respect them to this day. And it, but it gave me the feel that going forward, when live comedy started to come back, the feeling was I probably am not going to be booked by some of the people who were very loyal supporters for over 10 years at that time. And very few people would book me constantly. But I had no proof of concept at that point because I wasn't performing on, on stage. So I just had an idea that it may. So this, this fast forwards now after, you know, two and a half, three years of being the newbie and the doobie, mm -hmm. um, I finally start promoting online uh, like, like a couple months ago that I'm, I'm, I'm getting back. The world has opened up enough that I can start getting out there. Bookings are starting to come in. I'm going to start actively pursuing yeah. um, yes. getting back on the road. And when I that happened, <laughs> the, fir the first show that I actually put some effort behind just about a month and a half ago or not even, not even a month a and a half ago. It, the show was just Wait, a was week a ago. Week. <laughs> the show was a week ago, but we had started promotion about about six weeks prior. Yeah. Um, on that though, that was where I saw the 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 comments get posted publicly, and com comments that were being told privately to people saying we 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 cannot support this comedy show because of Timmy's well, quote unquote waywardness. Um, because of Timmy's uh, stance on cannabis, um, because of uh, the things he um, now now supports, we cannot support him. Which cool. Once again, look, I would expect that if you if you're in that world and you got that belief, at least stand to it. But they were actively promoting, saying in open public comments on a post to support a preschool, a good a good cause saying things using random words like waywardness which now makes people that's begin, a dangerous word they begin to put their own definition in there yeah and even if they say we don't we can't support him because he supports cannabis that again that's not really it doesn't give the whole picture and it doesn't yeah. allow people to really have an idea of what exactly does that mean when he when they say that does that mean he's he smokes 10 joints a day and you know like like but what they did was open up a sense where you could you could stop people from going to my events now you're actually affecting my livelihood by publicly making it's, these statements and these false people defamation of character these people never ever have come to me they've never personally come to me and asked what is your stance with cannabis yeah unlike those other people that reached out immediately so yeah, and I, I'm really, I, I want to say butthurt. I'm really butthurt. I'm going to say about all of this, because like I said, I've been living in the cannabis space since I was 15 years old. I literally changed my name to Mary Jane Baker. Like everything Wait, is cannabis. Is that legal though? 
Yeah, yeah legally legal changed name. my name to Mary oh, Jane Baker. Damn, I didn't know that. Okay, I've known <laughs> for a long, oh, quite a bit a while. Holy shit, Chris, bravo, please say something. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I, I started out as just like, because like I said, I was working in the glass store and then I had a bunch of people coming and then it was the age of Facebook and I started getting stalkers. So I created Mayor Jane Baker as like a, a persona, but eventually I just dove all in. Um, but it's, it's if I had become a millionaire, um, like a multi-million millionaire entertainer type of situation, I might have actually changed. Nah, I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> Never mind. No, I wouldn't. Well, I absolutely hated my birth name. Sorry, mom. Okay. I'm not going to ask you to say it on here, but you need to tell me what that was later. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you for sure. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, I was very, I'm hurt because, um, I knew that, the space that Timmy came from was different than the space that I was, you know, comfortable in because when he was touring, I would, it was the first time in like over a decade, I bought Visine, hand sanitizer, breath spray, Tic Tacs, mints, perfume. Like I covered everything to make sure that I didn't make these people feel uncomfortable, which is what it was. I didn't want them to feel uncomfortable. Cause I was doing, I was touring church shows at the time. Yeah. But, but, in essence, now that I'm thinking back, I was uncomfortable many of those times, hiding in the corner just, of the parking lot, you know, spraying I mean, myself down. You know, like I'm just laughing right now because I'm just like you're like the you're like the undercover stoner at church. Yeah, and then one time, like somebody came out, and then they like, oh, I smell a skunk, and then next thing you know, we're chatting, and I'm having a conversation with this guy about the benefits of medical marijuana, and I'm thinking I'm doing good, but something like this happens and i'm like maybe i shouldn't even say anything like yep you outed yourself and then that yeah God, and, and i'm telling you church church worse gossip than a damn god oh. junior high man I'm telling you worse gossip than a damn junior high yeah uh, it, it yeah it's it's i mean it's like a little trailer look, the reality <laughs> here's like the reality gossip. though the reality <laughs> is is that um every every community uh that has human beings in it is yeah. is going to be filled with the good and the bad and there are there are some amazing like good people in in too. in the church yeah. that i know personally yeah. that have a different stance than me um and a different stance than us mm -hmm. and um are still incredibly wonderful very genuine non-gossipy people yeah, who just simply mm -hmm. for for whether it just be the way they were raised just just or maybe they do have the information and they've 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 digested the information differently or whatever it may be so, side of the fence there's not wrong with that no and 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 that's why i appreciated the people who reached out to me very early on in this process because i don't care if we have a different opinion that's cool and if you don't want to hire me again because of that different opinion i'm even okay with that what i don't like is when when the um the active promotion to stop the active shots going, yeah. that get put out there when other people feel that they are now going to affect my livelihood because of their personal opinion oh yeah and like some people they don't have to email about you just to screw up your money it's a dick move it's a straight dick move yeah yeah to have a public comment on a show that's raising a good cause in their community to say i'm sorry i can't come because of blah 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 that that the, my opinion of timmy is it just while well, it, it's just it just muddies the water it makes people start to question 
a character and all this stuff. And the reality is some people could say, oh yeah, but those people could then go do their research on their own. And it's like, no, they won't. We don't, and nobody does, nobody fact checks. <laughs> they go to one website, maybe. If you, if you have a, if you have a problem with me based on a personal preference, because there is no clear statement. In, could, um, could you imagine if they seen your OnlyFans page? Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> It's our dear newly booted senator <laughs> or yes. representative. I mean. And I don't, you know what? I don't even, I, I have no, I have no problems with people having the different opinion. I'm all for it. I'm all for the free speech. I'm all for that. I just, I just feel that this is an issue that people who never, if, if you've got an issue, at least come and talk to me directly about it. And these, and, and there's a handful of people. So it is affecting, it, it has affected my fan base. However, I say this now, though, I I just got put on a, a Canada-wide <laughs> tour um, yesterday. Sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> That's so, not the funny part. No. The word, the, the word just went out yesterday. Um, I was just allowed to finally promote it. I'm going on a 20-day um, comedy, comedy tour across Canada in February. Very excited about it. The first time I've been on the road since March of 2020. I know you different problems. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to it. But... In that moment of that going out there, I have seen um, way more people that were a part of my old fan base commenting positively. So the, the blacklisting, the people who have this, this issue with me because of my stance on cannabis is actually a very small thing. And I think that's true across Canada, across, across America. It's usually the small angry vocal minority the loudest. that makes it seem like it's the majority and it's not and now i've realized that yes i'm gonna lose some gigs and what's, what's that i said we wouldn't know nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> so i know i know it's affected i know it's going to affect my gigs and i know there's going to be some people that aren't going to come out and and support me in my shows but i also am very encouraged right now to know that based on the response that i'm getting here that there is going to be um, way more people, I think, that that are going to let it be. It's like, it's like, look, my shows are still going to be clean. My shows are, regardless of my stance on this, I don't talk about it in my shows. My shows are still shows that family-friendly people can, you know, can come into. My shows are still shows that can be performed in a church. Yeah. I don't have cannabis awesome. banners. I don't wag the flag. I'm not going to stand on stage with a cannabis sweatshirt on. I'm just going to do he what is, I've always done. <laughs> But MJ was brought to the shows beforehand. She's not going to smoke outside the door. She's, no. a, she's respectful in that regard. So my personal conversation on all of this shouldn't affect these things, mm -hmm. but it does. But I don't think it's going to affect nearly as much as I initially thought. But, you know, we're going to find out. Here's where the dilemma comes in, and it's kind of funny, is that there are people performing with me on the stage that, that we know for sure that one person who has an issue with my cannabis use is so excited about coming to see that person on stage. And I don't think they know yet that I'm also on that stage. So that's going to be, <laughs> that's going to be a dilemma for them. That's why I was laughing. They're going to go and be like, shit, Timmy's here. Well, the biggest problem with oh. society is that there's so many people that are single-minded that yeah. it throws a screwball <laughs> into everything. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there are so many different things to make up your mind about in life that if you know, I, I look at one thing one way and you look at that same thing the same way, but we disagree on something else. Like that's just hum human nature. It's all about being kind and caring and saying, okay, I, I don't agree with you, but 
can still be friends. Like, and everybody, everybody has a, um, every, we only have so much time in our world. Right. Yeah. So, so when, and as we go through our daily lives, you know, you can only look into the depths of any issue yeah, um, a so certain amount of time. Space. And so there's going to be people out there who haven't done the research. And sometimes it's just because there are other things in life right now that are directly connected to their lives that they need to invest that time and energy into. Yeah. Well, that's like politics. I, I don't even bother with that. But if people got time to criticize I love them. because of something you do, they should do their due diligence and research it. You would hope. But yeah. Those, that's generally, I feel that's woke mentality. Those, those people think that they're right and they're just, they don't need to do the research. Oh, I'm woke. I'm woke and I read too, though. <laughs> you, you know, it's just see. So I just just want. Is there music? I'm playing? just wondering. We hear music. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah I'm doing okay. that. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm actually, um, I do uh, want to point out how awesome it is that Timmy's got a whole new fan base of people that are going to be going to these new shows of your tour, and they're all cannabis. Well, yeah, here, here's, I just posted, um, when I posted the information about this tour coming up, one of the posts that I did, it was fascinating because you can tell by people's um, social media handles, um, majority of the people who liked my post were people from my new fan base in the cannabis industry, who a lot of them only knew me as a podcaster and an entertainer as a newbie in the doobie. Yeah, they know and are my just, boyfriend. They're just this. <laughs> They're just discovering that I actually am a professional comedian now. So what was very cool was that I've now got people in the cannabis space that are going to be coming. They've already said they're going to come to the shows that are on this Canadian church tour. It's a church tour. Mm -hmm. And what I what I think is amazing is that despite the blacklisting, I'm seeing this as a huge opportunity. I'm actually in this middle ground right now where there's people from that I've just met in the cannabis space that because they've enjoyed what I do. They're going to come out to a church show to watch me perform. And I've got church people who have been following the podcast because they enjoyed me as a performer. So despite the blacklisting, <laughs> if I can put a positive spin on this, what we are seeing is that I, I am being this kind of this middle ground that is bringing, even if it's just the people on the fringe, I am creating this crossover of two worlds that never used to cross over um, publicly. And so that's pretty cool to me. I, I personally don't think they know it's a church show because it says fun and faith. And we're just like, hey, comedy. Right. But the <laughs> the <cannabis industry laughs> is show up in droves. Watch. <laughs> and all I all I ask for, and, and this is something that, you know, MJ and I are very, very big about, is that this is not it's, it's not a it's not a war. This isn't about cannabis people coming Sounds to a like church a event and standing oh. outside you know, like flaunting that they smoke cannabis and are proud of it. This is about going in going, let's let's come into both worlds and respect both worlds. Yeah. So that if the can if I get a cannabis crowd that loves what I do through the newbie and the doobie who show up to these shows, my encouragement to them is, you know how we break this stigma down? It's not by standing there making a protest. Yeah. It's about coming in and respectfully consuming, maybe it's around the corner of the building and sitting there saying, we will respect this realm as well. And let's, let's though both walk in the same doors together. Well, which is so funny because 
We have been doing that for years. You just never seen Ed us. Edibles are great. Because we've been smoking out back and hiding in the crowd. Yeah. Edibles Every one of us. Down low, baby. So it's it's cool. There's a good thing. But, it, you know. Hold on, not a war? Oh, okay, hold on, guys. Let me stop this war music. I had war music here. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it really isn't. You know, and I, I told at a show that I just did, the fundraiser, where I had seen um, some of those comments made and someone had shared with me comments that have been made privately. And I, I told, I told people, to I told too. some cannabis people who were coming. I said, I said, my my heart in this is that this this preschool really makes a lot of money, and and that I felt I felt like I didn't want to be the one that was going to hinder um the their ability to raise to raise the money so i called out to some of our cannabis connections and i said look you know uh, some i know some church people that are going to not go to this show um would you you know just consider coming support the show and i made it very clear that th this is not this is not a protest it's not a war it's just and and they did and a lot of them were excited because they they didn't know that i had either i had people from the cannabis space who bought tickets who weren't even in the city yeah. um bought tickets just to just support to the event yeah. and that's that's awesome you know and and they could have very easily gone i'm sure there are people in the cannabis space that have a hate on for the church and i just want to take that down and just realize that in both of these worlds there are good people and bad people and if we want to break the stigma down we need to to bring those worlds together in respectful fashions and allow people to to because you don't have to believe the same things like i'm not asking no. church people to believe that cannabis is even good just just don't be upset that i consume it that's all i'm not upset that you believe in god that's I think it's great time uh, you know me like a lot of people think and Tim, you guys, if you pay attention and actually read what I'm typing, you'll find out very quickly that my utter disdain is for the organization of religion, right? That's it. After that, I'm actually super spiritual. <laughs> so, quite often, I get played out like this atheist motherfucker wants to end us. And I'm like, no, no, it's not even like that. Yeah, yeah. You just tell them I'm agnostic. I'm agnostic. I'm egg, I'm egg tray tray. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, by the way, by the way, I don't know if I can see the things you're typing. By the way, it's just you know. Here's the thing: if you tell anybody in the cannabis industry that it's for a good cause, the the show, they yeah. will show up in numbers. Trey will contest to this. Oh yeah. Done it, done it several times. Yeah. Definitely expect, I would say the one that sticks out to me almost all the time is like, if you do an event for autism, like I'm in, like literally my favorite Welsh player is an advocate for a uh, soccer player. That is, I'm sorry, football, <laughs> not in a minute, football, uh, yet up. But anyway, my favorite Welsh team, which is only my favorite Welsh team because Ryan Reynolds bought them. That's Wrexham. I'm not going to lie to y'all and act like I've been a fan forever. I just became a fan because Ryan Re uh, Ryan Reynolds and, <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, McElhaney both bought the damn team. And then I started, right. you know, and from there I became a fan, but anyway, but, Within becoming a fan, I found out that his kid had autism, and that's why he puts up the A every time he runs by the cameras and stuff when he scores. Okay. And long story short, it just reminds – like him and his advocacy off the field reminds me watching that. And I bought his jersey too, fun fact. Um, <laughs> I will support the hell out of you, man, if you've got something going on. That's just who I am. But um, freak, Trey. Okay, there's that too. I actually, I, I literally, guys, I, I, I had like 300 jerseys and Cammy made me get rid of like two thirds of them. 
and then I now I'm back, I'm, I'm back up into the hundos. <laughs> so anyway, um, long story short, though, um, I, I I find myself constantly reaching out, constantly buying gear, constantly trying to support people that have causes. And like you said, and and this is why I brought up the Wrexham team, not to not to not to pimp out those guys because they don't pay me. Um, yeah. But I, I promise you. But I but I bought the I bought the jersey to try to help support um, some of that money from the team that does autism for that guy's kid. And while I get something cool out of it that I enjoy, some of the money goes to a good cause, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's no. fine from and cannabis. Look, and and here's the thing too, like you know, um, even in the cannabis space, like like I I really just you know you. I mean, I assume you're like this. Almost every cannabis consumer that I've met is like they when we talk about cannabis entertainment and and the fact that a lot of it. um, And again, this is in my, you know, my limited experience of, you know, the last five years. But it seems like a lot of it is just, you know, it's just 24 seven cannabis talk. And one of the things we tried to do in our cannabis was bring in some pop culture chat and talk about life and those type of things, because people were like, you know what? people who consume cannabis are just real people who just want to see good entertainment. They want to go to good movies. They don't have, they, they don't only watch, you know, Harold and Kumar. They don't only own Cheech and Chong stuff. They just want to see good entertainment. And I provide an opportunity. You know, I've always told people this, I never included cannabis in my statement, but I always said my, my comedy is designed in such a way that regardless of age, race, gender, or even religious belief, everybody can come into one room and laugh together. And now I might even throw in the fact of cannabis, cannabis consumers as well. Like it doesn't, my, my, my comedy is just based on, I just want everybody, including the new fan base that I'm growing through the podcast to say, come see the show. Um, and let's all sit in one room. Let's have, you know, the devout Christian who might have a different view and the cannabis consumer sitting side by side in a pew with the grandmother and the granddaughter. And let's just laugh together. And that that so even though we started this conversation on this blacklisting thing, which is happening and I have lost a fan base, I've also gained a fan base. And exactly. that's important. And that's important. And as long as as long as people, you know, if we can break down the concept of this is a war, and just realize that no, it's just people trying to sort out life together. Um, and it's difficult, you know, like there's no practice for life. We're literally all trying to figure it out as we go. And some of it's going to take longer and some issues than others. And we just need to, we need to be patient more often with people and just, just let's, and, and just have the conversation, which goes back to what I said before. All I want, I just want to have the conversation. And if that's what I get blacklisted for is just having the conversation. Those, that number of people is probably very, very small. That's a list I want to be excluded from. Then it's fine. Yeah. Do you have consumption lounges there? Uh, not indoor consumption lounges because um, the bylaw on Ontario is you can't smoke indoors. So it's just a smoking bylaw. You can't smoke outdoors here. Like you can't smoke cannabis outside? Yeah, not in public. If you can be seen by the public, it's against the law. Okay, so where where do you live? Michigan, Michigan. Okay. So if I go to Michigan to travel and it's, it's legal recreationally though. Yep. So I can buy it yep. from a store, but then I have to hope that the hotel that I'm staying in allows me to consume inside. Which it won't. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. See, unless I wonder yeah. if they have, um, we have something called high B and B and I think high B and B might be in the States as well. Yeah. They have cannabis listings where oh, you yeah. can consume. Yeah, we have places you can, you know, like Airbnbs or private homes that do yes. strictly cannabis. 
that's what which I is good. We need those, like especially like I'm saying in a place like Michigan. Like I've asked Timmy whenever he says, "Oh, um, there's a co-, like in 2019, he told me there's a comedy tournament." And I said, okay, well, where is it? He said, there's two locations. One was Nashville. Mm-hmm. And I Googled that and I said, fuck no, I ain't going to Nashville. is isn't for a joint in Nashville. Man. <laughs> I said, yeah, there's no, I can't go to Nashville. And then he said, the other one was in Pasadena. And I was oh, like, that's LA. Yeah, like that's yeah. California. He's like, yeah. I said, okay, yeah, well, I so go there. That's and that's the we went, first right? thing we did when we got off the plane was yeah, let's go. straight to the store. I don't travel any place that ain't legal either. Right. Hey, me and Cammy have a serious talk. She can go do what she wants. I'm not going anywhere where I can't hit a dab pen or smoke and pot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that uh, in Canada, at least we can fly like um, it when Timmy goes to BC, uh-huh. I, I could, uh, you know, send one of my friends to meet up with him and drop off a, a gift. And then he could fly from BC to Ontario and bring it back. Oh, we don't have to worry about none of that shit here. Look, if you're flying from one legal location to another legal location, I'm talking recreationally, of course, or yeah. in some cases like Nevada, I'll get, I'll explain Nevada in a second because they're, they're a unique case. But anyway, um, wh- what I would say is this, when you go from, uh, let's go just, we'll, we'll do an easy one, like from here to Arizona or here to um you know, Michigan, where there is a recreational program, you you can pack certain things on your carry-on bag or not your carry-on. It's not your carry-on that you want it in. It's in your um, check-in bag. Mm -hmm. You pack certain things in your check-in bag that are legal in both states and the airline's not going to get in the middle of that. TSA's not going to get involved in that. It goes in the check bag. The dogs don't give a shit because the police aren't looking for it at either location. So the airline, the airline, I don't even feel like they feel they should even get in the middle of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the one unique, and, and so you don't, you can bring your own shit with you. Like if you're flying, if Chris flew from Michigan here, he can finally bring me that wake and bake strand he created. He's a he's a he's a cannabis botanist guy, but um, and he and he yeah. reads stuff and stuff like that. By the way, I probably should have told you who High Tide Stick Chris is, but that's uh-huh. what, that's who he is, and he's my buddy from Michigan. We've been at this podcast stuff for like ten years. Um, anyway, um, so, scientist. The mad scientist and the mad podcast professor, baby. Well, it was back in then it was the mad radio professor, but anyway. Um, so the or Professor Lips, because I got nice big juicy lips, as Cammy says, and I talk a lot. <laughs> but I don't talk shit. I talk smart shit. Um, so um, and I'm like you guys, I read a lot, I'm an avid reader. I think that that's a big thing, but back to uh, that you should do to be, you know, well equipped to contradict, I would say just to kind of be a contradictor of, of people's bigotry and or close-mindedness, right? Um, I also tell people all the time, as long as you don't tell me to come to your church, we're good. We can have a talk about religion. And then I like to, I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm a guy that likes to theory bust. So church people think that I'm anti them because I'm like, listen, dude, though, but like you're following a dude from like 5,000 years ago that thought when a volcano fucking erupted, that was God. Okay. We know that's not it now. So theory disproven. Sorry. Should we trust anything that guy was saying? That's all I ever say. And I get in so much trouble. And then they're like, I'm not talking to him ever again. And I'm like, then we can't have a real conversation. And I think that that's blacklisting too, because you're conversationally blacklisting me. Funny enough. Yeah. But I think it comes down to how we, how we start the conversations. And I mean, I, as much as I have, uh, I, you know, there were a lot of good things that happened to me through growing up in the church. And there were things that I still learned principles that are still with me to this day. One, but one of them was that, that I could probably bring into this thing is the, is 
I was always on the side of there was the people that liked to, to preach on the on the street corners and there was the people that liked to go door to door and knock on people's strangers doors and stuff. But right. I always believed that the best the best way to have any conversation had to start with a with a relationship. You need yep. to have that. And so I think in this in 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 breaking down the stigma that needs to happen what we need to do is everybody needs to within the industry we need to be equipped um do more research and and learn about the other side because you always want to know what the you always want to know what the other side's thinking and and i think a lot of people say and and again i hate to to divide it as cannabis people and church people because there's so many other people that aren't even in the church that are still anti-cannabis so it has nothing to do with with those two things yeah they do cross over it's it's a church on something but they smoke yeah yeah exactly and they just have but they have they have to keep it you know under wraps as would as there are still people in you know america you know and in other countries of the world that are in high position jobs that have to keep it under wraps and there might not be any religious affiliation so it's it's really about get getting the knowledge equipping ourselves understanding the other side and then being able to to go and sit down and find out you know where is the entrance the entrance of the conversation maybe isn't you know hey uh you know five thousand years ago a guy you know believed in a volcano so they're saying where 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 is the, where's the start of the conversation and i think it's important for the other side to come in on the cannabis thing and say don't start the conversation with um weed is like cocaine that that's going to shut that's going to shut down and make the the cannabis user angry because they know that that's that's you know it's just not a good starting point well, I'm um, blame your god for this cocaine because <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm a rhetorical smart ass that's what yeah. i do but that's you know that's who i am but i'm but you know people who aren't a smart ass and don't try to weave their way through life with funny quips and jokes and shit like that right um they you know like i always say like cammy she works in a very professional industry in, in commercial real estate and has to you know watch what she says and weave her way in and out of stuff and like oddly enough i know everyone that does and does not smoke weed at that place mm. because the ones that do told me because they knew right away they're they're, they're, they're like i know cammy's husband smokes pot <laughs> yeah right you you become you be, you find you know who's safe to talk to about these things right and you, what you want to do is if we want to break the stigma down what we want to do is become that safe person and i think what what i've managed to do in most cases for the people that are willing to actually talk is that when i had the podcast not only did i get a couple emails immediately from people who were expressing concern and basically implying they probably wouldn't hire me in the future i also received a whole number of emails and messages from people saying um listen i don't necessarily know much about um cannabis nor do i use it and i'm a little bit scared by the whole process but i know somebody who does or i have a son or i have a you know and uh, and you are somebody that is a safe person to me to them i was somebody who's a safe person that they could come to that knows their side of things too because i grew up in it and was somebody that so i wasn't going to judge them from their side and it was somebody that had a little bit of understanding of what was going on that they could say okay you're you're so, i can't go to my pastor to talk about this i can't talk to you know my grandmother about this because she's completely against it but you're a trusted voice and i think that's how we're going to break the stigma down is having those one-on-one -on -one conversations building relationships finding those entrance points where we become the, the person that goes you know what 
this person I trust is not going to judge me. This person's not going to break me down. And now I can ask some questions and find out which things I think are wrong and which things I think are right. You know, Tim, I can jump in on that too and, 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 and kind of go with this that when you talk about the way by what, what I would call by the way of vicarious understanding, and, mm-hmm. and that's actually how we got the judicial, the judicial system in America to really stop locking addicts up that right. weren't committing other crimes because yeah. too many people who were just good old normal people started watching their own kids or grandkids go to jail or prison for a little pot. Maybe, I mean, maybe a little harder drug, but wasn't actually committing any crimes or doing anything wrong. We call them functioning addicts in this world where you go to work all the time, you buy your drugs, you do them, and then you're happy for the week. You go to work all week and then you buy your drugs. And I've watched people do this for years in the nightclubs. You know what I mean? Um, And, and it's a functioning addict, but I'm going like, but is that a criminal? No. I don't know. The criminal may be the drug dealers that are shipping the crap in, but that's not the criminal right there. In the restaurant industry, same thing. In in what in restaurant? Like being a cook. Yeah. Everybody smokes it in a kitchen. Uh, I was gonna say cooks are some of the most notorious friggin' like I I used to work with one that used to do ecstasy and he Uh never fucked up an order. And the food came out super quick. (laughs) I tried to cook on shrooms and I was like, I need to leave for the day. My stomach's upset because, man, I could do my job. But the problem was, is the whole damn fry section looked like it was like I was on a ship. Like it was in like and it was the waves. (laughs) This grease has got waves in it. I'm fucked up. (laughs) Are you open to do comedy shows at a cannabis club in Michigan? Maybe. Absolutely. I'm actually doing a. uh, a fundraiser um, at a cannabis shop uh, in Stratford, which up here in Ontario, um, we're doing two shows. They've already sold out the first show. I'm doing a show at, at eight o'clock at night and one at 10 o'clock at night. Um, it's in a cannabis shop and they're raising money for an outside organization, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am. And I, Timmy travels to the States. And, too, and so. this is what I do for a living. I think a lot of people are kind of they, it's still a rare, rare thing for people to you know, it's like as a touring comic. So yeah, absolutely. I would, I, I have, I will perform this, the same material. I will perform the same high quality comedy show in a church as I would in a club, as I would in a cannabis shop. Man, I wish I could like be your like dirty foul mouth opener. It'd be awesome. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but actually, I would, I would love to, I would love to come down to Michigan and do something in a cannabis shop. Yeah. And if you, if you bring me too, then I can offer you karaoke there too. <laughs> I'm in karaoke though. That's, That's a yeah. party. I yeah, I just started my own karaoke company this year because I was tired of watching other people succeed and be shitty at things. So I was like, I'm good at things. I should be succeeding. Right. Well, I'll tell you guys what. Um, I think that people should absolutely do one thing that's check out the newbie and the doobie show for sure. Um here or or wherever you can find it. Check it out. Um, yeah, we're, on, we're on a little bit of a hiatus now. It's been a crazy few months, and you've probably seen it on your own platform. Much, yeah. I haven't seen much, but I do the same thing, too. It's like, uh, here, actually funny. Uh, well, I guess if you want to call it funny, but whatever. <laughs> I'm like, funny enough, uh, we do this show will... Yeah, and then this show will air um, in all likelihood um, probably on Tuesday this week coming up. We'll, like, 
re-air or whatever from not the live version right now right. Uh, on Tuesday and then start being available on Tuesday. Be, but, um, and then I have another, uh, and then there's like another episode that's already been pre-taped and we're going to do the Christmas special on the football show. So we're not doing a Christmas special, like just a regular one. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it on the football show and just change this before the show and then blah, 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 blah. But anyway, um, or before the real football talk starts, but anyway, um, and uh, so long story short, we marathon taper, we'll tape like six shows in a weekend, and then we just go on hiatus too. But this next hiatus, like I, like we follow like the, the like the TV schedule seasons. So like we go like September till now, and then we go from like late January, early February until the middle of May, and then we're done until the beginning of the summer. Okay. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do seasons on this specific show on the football show. It's year round, but we do take like a, a two month break in the summer because, or it, it might not be two months. It might only be like a month. And it's basically so the boys don't have to come up here and can go fishing and do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we just really, we really had the, we had to slow things down um, with just the fact that uh, for the first time since the fall and winter of 2019, um, I actually like am looking into the next year with, with planning. Like it's been, you know, three and a half years of, of having falls go by of me going, I have no idea if I'm like, going to be able to perform regularly. And we just realized that uh, coming into this fall, the, the priority needed to be, let's start booking stuff, get, get, get me back on the road in 2024. And then once I, cause that's where, that's where my money is. That's, that's what allows us to keep doing the podcast. Um, so um, it's, it's, it's exciting that, that 2024 looks like I'm going to be able to uh, be back on the road as much as I was pre pre pandemic. And it will allow the newbie and the doobie to uh, get, get their feet back under them and give us a little more stability again. I love it. I'd like to see you guys in Michigan too. Yeah, man. Let's, let's talk, let's talk about that for sure. I'd like to get down into Colorado. I want to see you at our, our comedy club here called Looney's. Well, Hey, pass on my info. Look, the reality, here's the thing, um, in, in, the, in, in any industry, but comedy, comedy in particular, because it's so subjective, um, yes. I, would, I would say 90% of my work comes from um, people deliberately going to talk to somebody, people who know me or have seen my show. Um, uh, very little of, of my business comes from trying to cold call people. It's just so hard to get through. People get so many emails. So, hey, if you're listening to this and you want to support what I'm doing and you've, you've seen stuff that I do or know who I am, um, put, put actively put my name in places because that, that's how comedians get booked because people need to trust. They don't, don't trust me. They trust, they trust other people. They trust the people that they trust, which it would be you. Yeah. And if you don't know who he is, Google Timmy Boyle. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I don't know if everybody trusts me so much as I just try to pimp everybody out to everybody. Hey, look, yeah, but, you, but you're only, but, but you're only going to pimp out the people that, you know, that, that you like, you're not going to pimp out the people you don't like. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, give this fucker a call. He's a comedian. Do you right. have a kind of club? Like, I'm a shot they, to, talk to you. Shit. They're going to trust. They're going to trust that you're not going to pimp out just anybody. And that, that's all the trust that, that is needed. So I will say I've been part of shows that, you know, I, I've been part of many a shows where I've been called into DJ or booked to DJ or whatever that I have no control over the promotions and I've watched them fall flat. Um, but I, I can say that I've only had a couple shows in my life and I'll tell you a secret. If anybody ever tells you they've never had a show fall flat, they're either like ultra rich and made the industry mm-hmm. the easy way or, um, or they are, they're lying through their fucking teeth. I, I well, no, let, let's just wipe out the first one. Let's, can we just wipe out the first one? 
Every, everybody has had a shitty show. Everybody, everybody. If guys like Chris Rock and Seinfeld can tell you that they've had shitty shows, there isn't a single human being out there who has not had a shitty show. It's always a lie. Yeah, as a photographer, I can tell you that like firsthand, we frame those shots to make it look like there's more people in the scene. Like I literally called from the stage, can you move up to the front, please? And that was literally just so I could make it look like the room was crowded. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I posted I posted a picture. I posted a picture just a few days ago on my Instagram. If you go on the real Timmy Boyle. It was a great um, post. It's a well photo of me. Out. It's a photo of me performing in front of zero people back in 2019. And it was the first time. Shows amazing. <laughs> it was the first time that I had ever been shut out. It was a tour that I was promoting on my own. We went into it. We tried something new. It, it was, was a new, new venue, a new city, a new promotional partner. Yeah. Look, it didn't. It didn't work. But I'm. I'm never. I'm never adverse to trying new things. And I was embarrassed about trying to, about about whether or not I should show that picture because everybody, nobody likes to show their failures, but I did post it and I posted it again just a few days ago because I was reminded about it because it was like exactly four years ago. Yeah. And um, it's, just, it's, just, it's a great reminder though, to sit there and say, look, any success that people have is always gonna be, have some failure on the road. And if we posted our failures more often, yeah. more people would be less discouraged because everybody keeps looking at everybody going, look, they're just thriving out there. And it's like, yeah, you know what? We have a lot of bumps in the road. We just don't show that. And then it just leaves everybody discouraged and depressed. Well, it's the fake it till you make it. So, mm -hmm. so that's why I posted the picture. Now I'm not going to post a lot of those pictures and I hope, and I don't normally get zero people showing up to a show, but I thought that was one that was worth posting to say, look, this happens every once in a while, but it was a result of me trying something new. And uh, I would never, ever want to discourage, to encourage anybody to stop trying new things because if they're afraid of failing. Nope. Say to yourself, don't say, don't say, what did I do wrong? Say, what can I do different to yeah. change the results? That's, right. that's the first thing you can it's about learning, right? How it's about, it's about learning from the experience. And I learned a lot from that experience, but I also learned that the last three and a half years, which been, has been a devastating slow crawl to, to my career that was, was, was on a good trajectory and then kind of came to a screeching halt. I learned that um, having, a, having zero people show up to a show, if I got through this last three and a half years, mm -hmm. having zero people show up to a show is like, that's nothing now. Right. All right, guys. Well, I got to tell you what. I hate to do this to everyone because I love you. But I got another <laughs> radio show. I got to be on in under an hour. No worries. Oh, we're oh, no. ready. Actually, in an hour and like 20 minutes to be exact. But um, but either it's not under an hour, though. I almost made my own brain hurt on that one. I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You know, it's, a, it's, a time. it's a half hour later than that. Don't mess that up. Anyway, but so I do have to switch out the studio for three to have three people in here. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, usual stuff. If you, you if you know, you know, and if you don't know, try out podcasting. It's fun. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, I, I always I adore your guys' show because you're a lot. You guys somehow indirectly come to conception by way of listening to the show with me and Cami and Scotty and yeah. Savannah and 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 I just want to tell y'all that that always tickles me. Um, Chris is it was never in radio stuff and then. You know, I liked what he had to say so much when I had a very like up end medically based show that was like a lot of like real knowledge, not a lot of goofiness, you know. I mean, I'm always goofy, but my guests were <laughs> goofy. They were pretty serious. 
Um, and I just love seeing people like that, that, uh, in, in one way or another, we've, we've known them and we've touched their souls. Nice. I drove to Colorado to see him. That's awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I've been, I've been watching Mr. Trey for many, many, many years, more years than I've known Timmy, but I'm, I'm curious, Chris, you're, you're, you're a geneticist. Is that right? And a couple other things. Okay, so one of your titles is genetics or geneticist, because uh, Timmy and I have been talking for a while now. We want to get um, a strain, strains, because like, you know, the newbie strain for the new person, you know, oh. low THC, high CBD, and then like a doobie strain, which is like, probably like moon rocks or something equivalent <laughs> for like, you know, the heavy hitter. Made the wake and bake strain for me. I mean, you can't argue that the man knows what he's doing. Right? <laughs> well, you should also, I'll have to send you a message, Chris. Yeah, definitely. Well, we, uh, look, let, let me know what type of strains you uh, prefer. And we okay. can talk on, you know, as far as what can be, what would mingle best together. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's I'm already going. Let's let's definitely talk about that, Chris. Also, let's <laughs> let's connect too about to see if we can get me down to Michigan, uh, Mr. Trey. I want to thank you for uh, taking time to have us on the show today. Yes. Um Go go work on your other projects. Uh, we appreciate the time that you had with us today, and uh, let's just hope we can uh, one person at a time with a little bit of patience break down these stigmas so we don't have to uh, deal with the blacklisting. And I promise I'll be nicer about my. Uh sort of cynically smart ass stuff in order to help, you know, ease like grease the wheels, you know? Yeah. You catch more flies with honey than you do vinegar. <laughs> I don't know. Some of my dickhead comments are pretty slick, but you're right. You're absolutely <laughs> I, Look, I, I'm, a, I'm a cynic too, and I'm a sarcastic person, but I have learned that if you want to make a difference in the, in these battles, sometimes I, I've, I've learned to just kind of let's, let's keep my really witty sarcastic comment to myself to, yep. for the greater good. <laughs> put your work straight face on yeah, yeah that's right thanks man for having us appreciate it chris nice meeting oh, yeah, you for sure guys have a good one Take and care. I, can, I can actually ensure that you guys can get together because chris and timmy are in the leadership chat um text groups so chris just drop your phone number in the leadership chat i'm not well it's just say hey this is chris and he can figure out which number is yours um, and then save it. And then you guys will be able to easily connect one-on-one, -on -one, you know, I just want to make sure that's one thing I love is when like people always try to connect, like we have, uh, Chris and, uh, the, the guy, the two guys from control Alt delete, uh, or control alt throw against the wall. Um, those guys, uh, couple guys from Michigan, a couple Western Michiganders from, uh, rapid city, Michigan, um, are, have a show on here as well. Like I try to tell you guys, like, I'm not just about Colorado. Like I want shows from everywhere. And all it is, is we're just a free redistribution location, you know? Um, and that's really what it is. And I love your show because it's just like, it's so, um, like compare and contrastable because there's a smoker and a non-smoker. It's amazing. No, I appreciate that. All my shows are just a bunch of dipshits getting high. <laughs> hey, look, there's a, there's a time and a place for everything. I, I enjoy dirty comedy as much as I do clean. Neither one is better or worse. They both have an audience. I don't have a good enough bit to be like a full-on show, but I definitely got one subject and then maybe making fun of my children for like a couple minutes and I can like open for somebody who's actually a real comedian. All right, well, let's get me down there and you can open my show. That's fine. <laughs> 
Well, I'll do my bit called International Relations. Chris has heard it. I did it at a cannabis comedy show. <laughs> and the place died. It was great. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and then I was so afraid to ever fail at that, this comedy thing again that I, I just really never did it. I said, like, I slayed this. I'm just going to shut up and let that happen and move on. There you go. Just live uh, with that. Trey Trey can do it once is about it. That's all. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, thank you guys so much. Have a great day. We're going to get out of here. Thanks again to Doobie the Doobie. Chris, the high tide stick, mother lover from the north. And, of course, uh, you know, we love our friends from Canada. Um, and don't forget, guys, coming up live later today and uh, maybe before this show, in the grand scheme of things, of course, Blunt Football Talk, a great show. But up next, real quick here, if you'll stick around just for a couple minutes, a few words from some of our shows and sponsors. now it's time for two birds and one stoner with me mr trey that feel good show to get you going we're not in a position where we should agree this isn't an easy subject and that's okay around here you see i got all my game from the streets of california I'm not questioning anybody's intelligence. I think we're past that. I'm now questioning the ethics of the situation. So what we smoke weed, we're just having fun. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I had to hang up on that guy. He just said he used weed that wasn't decarboxylated to cook. I can't do you today. Dude. My mind, they said, You could ask yourself an insane question. What if I'm not on any side and I just want the truth? His gift is a curse. Forget the earth. He's got the earth to pull his dick from the dirt and fuck the whole universe. I'm not afraid. Maybe we can have a debate over what successful is, but I can tell you one thing. I know I was meant to do this, and no one's going to argue that. He said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. successful. All right, it's time to have that talk. Yeah, I'm talking to you, homeowner. Don't you try to run away, townhome renter and apartment renter. Look, every time we move, they charge us a ridiculous amount of money. Every time you need something remodeled, those people charge you a ridiculous amount of money. So this time, when I move, I got my whole deposit back. Now, I can't promise you the same results, but what I can tell you is I went through Quality Peak Customs. That's right. That's handyman and remodeling. And at Quality Peak Customs, they're going to take care of you the best they can to help you get the best job you can. So whether it's moving out, needing your apartment brushed up for the handover, your townhome, you want to rent that out, you need it fixed up for the big remodel, hey, that house... When's the last time you've done something? Well, when you do it, why don't you call Quality Peak Customs at 719-964-6871. That's 719-964-6871. You can also email Quality Peak Customs at qualitypeak.customs at gmail.com for your free quote today. You can check out Quality Peak Customs on Facebook as well. Let's go with Quality Peak Customs for your next move, your next remodel, or the next time you need a helping hand around your can i talk to you son sure dan hey what's this your mom found this in your closet no it's not mine one of the guys where did you get it where how where'd you learn to do this stuff it's a podcast all right learning from control alt throw against wall control alt throw against wall we may teach you stuff but it won't be good 
Look, everybody loves creativity, good food, and hard work. That's why it's so easy to love Sam's Creations. Sam's Creation is award-winning cannabis food creations. Find Sam's Creations on Facebook and Instagram with Sam's with a Z, Creations with a Z. Or place your order today at 719-283-1701. Trey gonna be that old guy in, 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 them, in sandals and, and, and khakis with a butt. I've been saying this for how long? <laughs> like I can't step outside naked. He jumped into the river. What did you do? Did you run that I long jumped in the river? In I let autocorrect make me look stupid on Facebook every day. With Luxembourg. I can't do it. It's Luxembourg. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. That's what they all say. You trying to get me done. Do the Oh, look at you, girl. <laughs> tracking app on it. And it found that... Who is actually using that? <laughs> Welcome home, gentlemen from the 4th Infantry Division, 4th ID. Uh, yeah. I think he was trying to be funny, but it kind of escalated. I think he was trying to hit her on a discount. Oh! oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Blunt Football Talk. In trouble. Gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the My 20. concern is that Kyler doesn't come back until late in the year. And so- Parsons on the move! And like a Parsons is on! He's the hey, tell me you didn't grow up in the projects without telling me. I grew up with a Jason. Third long, it's Von Miller! Putting his stamp on this one! Good for you. <laughs> I hope it fucks your life up. Uh, I hope you fail. I hope you fall flat on your face. I'm like, these are my friends! This is us! The ball comes out of his hand toward the end zone! Definitely have the Baltimore Ravens. Nobody feels bad for Deshaun <laughs> Watson Put coming back and having terrible in performance. J.K. Dobbins' hand. Yeah, so that's. I think the Chiefs are going to totally dominate. And the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl Fifty Seven. This is football talk. That's pro football done. Unprofessional. That's fun. If you're looking for a cut, trim, color, or just an updo. Check out Jamie at Rebel Hair Art. That's Rebel Hair Art on Instagram. You can book with her at 719-262-9011. That's at Studio One Salon, 262-9011. Are you troubled by pop culture references in the middle of the night? Do you or a loved one experience feelings of dread finding collectibles in your attic or basement? Joey, have you ever been in a Turkish prison? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Control all throw against wall. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your mind-numbing needs. We're We're ready ready to to believe believe you.